Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's up, everybody? It's Joe LaPuma. You're listening to the Complex Sneakers Podcast. As always, I'm with my guys. First off, Mr. Matt Welty. It's a spicy one today. Okay, you, know, you could see he's already excited. Oh, and we got a chuckle from my other co-host, Mr. Brendan Dunn. Just happy to be here. How's everybody feeling? Man, has it been a week already, and it's only Tuesday. You guys are going to hear this Friday morning, but it's only Tuesday. I feel like it is Friday, and what a week it's been. I don't know where we want to start. I know where we want to start, where we're going to start a big, big news story in sneakers and done. I was talking to you over the weekend, and we saw this thing bubbling up and bubbling up, and I shot an episode with Lil Nas X Thursday, mm-hmm. and then during the weekend, things you had you had a, a investigative report, not an interview, an interview. Yeah, so, so Joe, the, the funny thing about this thing was both you and I yes. had our content locked and ready to go. Yes. I had interviewed the people at Mischief last week about the Satan sneakers before they leaked online. You had the interview with Lil Nas X about mm-hmm. the Satan sneakers before they leaked online. So we were sitting there painfully during the leaks, just waiting, respecting yeah. that embargo, waiting for Monday morning, and then let it fly. But oh my, oh my God, what a... Wow. What a what a viral moment it's been! I didn't expect this thing to go so mainstream. Wealthy, how much did you watch the Satan sneakers spread throughout it, the weekend? It's one of those things I just want to stay away from. <laughs> okay. You know, it, it, it's okay. uh, so you yeah. I mean, totally want just from discussing it. I know that you and we talked offline. I totally un, I totally understand. It just it was like I said, it was growing, growing, and growing, and then. Here's the thing. When you have such a contentious subject like this is, and anytime you have that imagery, it's going to evoke a lot, a lot of conversation. But also you have someone who is doubling down on the internet (laughs) and not shying shying away from it. So it just keeps going. Done. And And you could talk about it more. But last night we were talking. It became a black and red blur to me. Last night. So much. Nonstop. Nonstop. Satan sneakers. Nike Air Max 97. Well, it's not a Nike sneaker. It's a custom sneaker, of course, which I don't know how many people didn't understand that. But all I saw in my head last night before I went to bed was like these assets from so many different sites. And, you know, we had exclusives, but it was it was nonstop yesterday. Another huge story. So. And, and the funniest turn is now that Nike has sued Mischief. Nike's not suing Lil Nas X, but Nike filed a complaint mm-hmm. against the company on Monday for trademark infringement, trademark dilution, saying that people believe Nike is endorsing Satanism, which is an incredible thing to read in, in a lawsuit. That's just hilarious that somebody had to, <laughs> had to type that up. But <laughs> that whole aspect of it took it to another level. I think that that was like the crazier part about it is that I feel like it's totally okay to have like some sort of 
objection to the sneaker and like not being down with it like i feel like that somewhat gets lost in in the mix that if you just aren't down with the idea of a satan sneaker it's totally fine right mm-hmm. just want which, to put that which you're, are you saying you aren't or we yes that's the reason why i'm like you know okay. I, I don't i don't want to have any sort of affiliation with a shoe like that cool but the thing i think is crazy is that a lot of people who are against it on those beliefs don't realize like you're saying with the whole nike thing that it's not an official nike sneaker so it's like how can nike signal like the downfall of like a moralistic society is basically like what people were saying because you had people like john jones saying he's gonna burn all of his nike sneakers because he grew up and his father was a pastor trevor Nick lawrence Young said he was never gonna wear nike again yeah trevor lawrence you know who's gonna be like a first round nfl mm-hmm. draft pick quarterback at university of clemson is like this is a step too far but i don't think a lot of those people realize that it was an official nike product and, and that's interesting to me i honestly got a text message this morning from a relative who was definitely following the story and they said hey can you clarify for me does Nike have anything to do with this? And if you're following the story, I'm guessing that like you definitely see that Nike sued them um, yesterday. So it still seems like it's tough to decipher for people if Nike was involved. I think it's hard for us to look outside of this thing because yes. it's always important to consider the perspective of people who don't live in sneakers every single day. And these thousands of people on Twitter who are just not informed about this thing and they say, oh, it's a Nike Satan sneaker. It's not. It's a custom shoe designed by an outside entity. It's not that much different from what the shoe surgeon or Mosh would do. Not that they would ever do right. a Satan shoe. I'm not putting that on them. But th- th- Nike is not involved in any way. But again, we know that automatically because we know Nike would never do this. But you see people who are outside of this world who want to jump to these conclusions and Oh, so many conclusions being jumped to it makes my head hurt. You see ridiculous things like Candace Owens tweeting about this and stirring up that whole <laughs> fan base <laughs> being like, yeah, it, it's so absurd. You know, it's like and then there's a whole that whole fan base on Twitter is like, well, I see a Nike swoosh on this. Nike's lying to me. And they go like QAnon level conspiracy theory that Nike's somehow involved in this. And like, I've imagine conspiracy theory. Imagine man. how painful it is for Nike right now to some have to try to clarify this to people. And that's why I feel like they're suing yeah. the brand. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I want to, I want to talk too about the lawsuit cause I did read through it and it's funny because before they were sued. And when I talked to somebody at mischief last week about the sneaker, before it was unveiled, this guy, Daniel Greenberg, who's a co-founder, I asked him about the legality of it. And he said it was quote, totally legal and quote, 1000% legal and that quote from a legal perspective, we're totally in the clear with those. So it, it, it's it's kind of funny to have that now where, where I mean, we'll see how the thing progresses. I don't want to make any speculation about what's going to happen with the lawsuit because, again, there's a ton of that online right now from people who are not lawyers, from people who have not read the lawsuit, things like that. So that's that's just useless. Don't listen to too many people on the subject if they are not super close to it or do not actually come from a legal background to be talking about this stuff. In one of the more interesting conversations I think that I've had about this shoe recently that I shared with you guys, Dre, Croatian style friend of mine who's been mentioned on the podcast many times by our guest, actually got his hands on an early pair of them and went through all of like the packaging and literature that comes with it. And at the bottom of the packaging, there's instructions on how to destroy the sneaker which is you take nails and put like them killing a vampire. Or yeah, something. put them through the bubbles, and he and he viewed it as a piece of art. He's like, you know, he's a staunch 
Catholic and he wants to take a flamethrower to the shoe and possibly destroy it in some sort of a I manner. Hope, I hope we get that, man. Yeah. That would be amazing. I feel like there's going to be a lot of content out of these sneakers for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're, we're going there. And also, I want to mention, too, this was an interesting thing to me because in the lawsuit against Warren Lotus last year, Nike made the distinction that those Warren Lotus shoes, which were kind of bootleg and not mm-hmm. legitimate Nikes, they called them not, quote, legitimate customs. And in that same lawsuit, they also said that post-sale customs were part of sneaker culture. So in the Warren Lotus lawsuit, which is a different type of thing, last year, they kind of alluded to the existence of these customs as part of sneaker culture. And now you have this lawsuit against Mischief where they customized Air Max 97s, called them Satan shoes, and Nike is now calling those shoes, quote, not genuine, which to me feels like kind of contradictory, but I'm excited to see how it all plays out in a, in a court of law. And, and like I said, I defer to actual legal experts on this thing there's a, there's a really good thread from a woman named alexandra j roberts on twitter kind of breaking down the nuances of this thing so so i go to those people for 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 info on this not necessarily the randoms on twitter i think that like brennan like we we discussed is that this lawsuit may even be more of a formality or kind of like a saving face operation just to put it out there that this has no connection to nike rather than a real we're trying to crack down on all custom shoes situation. That's what it feels like to me. But again, I, I, I really don't want to speculate because there's mm-hmm. there's too much of that, and people are too eager to do that. Can we can we talk about something I saw that was really funny on the internet? That sneakers that's not so not so serious or not so whatever. <laughs> Why so serious? Did, yeah, please. Did you please. did you see did you see the picture of the old man in Baltimore who was walking with a cane with a with a New Balance nine ninety on it? I, I logged on to Twitter and saw that he had, the, who did that added all of us right. Yeah, that was yeah. that was hilarious. But you know what? We got to give credit because Dallas Penn. Was the first person I ever yes, saw to do that. When Dallas that. Penn's leg was real bad. Dallas, yes. I hope you're listening and I hope you're healthy. But he yes. had a crutch with him and he would put a pair of baby Jordans, like a Jordan 14 on the crutch. And that was yeah. one of the sickest things ever to me. And some housekeeping this week. You know, I was watching UFC Saturday night. Tough loss for oh yeah, one of your favorites, Stipe. I'm a huge yeah. Stipe fan. Yeah. yeah, here we go. Yeah, it's done. Sorry, but uh, no, no, no. Go to ahead. be honest, to be honest, some housekeeping. I was watching the UFC event. I put it on at like ten o'clock, the main card. But I was also listening to Matt Welty's podcast that he did this week. Very hey. good job on that, oh, buddy. Thank you. The host Taylor Price he did a good job. Good question. So shout out to Taylor Price and and Welty. It was a good listen. You know, the funny thing is what I, <laughs> what I, I hate doing this, but I when people send links in the Slack. And I'm like, yeah, I saw it already. I saw it already. I don't know if it's because we're all at home and I could just (laughs) consume content. (laughs) But, like, I feel like sometimes you guys think I'm lying. Like, no, I saw that. I saw that. Like, three links today in the the chat. All interviews over, like, 25 minutes. I was like, yeah, I saw that already. We're in content consumption zone. So Brendan Dunn did a podcast with Taylor as well. I heard that. When was that? When was same, that? Same thing. Um, that was, I think, toward the end of last year. Welty, what, where can they find these episodes, by the way? I want to make sure that the guy mm-hmm. Taylor gets a shout-out. It's just called the Taylor Price Podcast? Taylor Price Talks. There okay. we go. There we I'm going to listen to Duns. I'm going to listen do. to Duns uh, as well. Please do. I, I, I'm pretty sure it was a riot, if I remember. Yeah. Sneaker news, what do we have? I feel like this, you know, this the, the main Lil Nas X shoe has taken over. It's only That's Tuesday. one, man. I was, I, I'll tell you what, I, on a personal level, I was digging through a trash bag full of sneakers that's been sitting in the corner of my office for way too long and rediscovered some stuff I forgot about, which is always nice. And I I, I had this period, Wealthy, I'm sure you remember when I was super into all the Nike Gyakuso footwear. Yes, I remember And I would that. wear it regularly. And I found in this trash bag the old 
Gyakuso Zoom Elite 5, and I was super happy to bring those back out and run around the city in them safely with the mask on. Did you on run Saturday. around so, the city in them, literally? Like, literally? <laughs> no, 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 not, not actual running. Hold on, though. I need another 10 and a half. Somebody find me a 10 and a half. What's up, Joe? He did do some sort of running this weekend because I saw on someone's IG story, this guy in full, this guy, you, you ever put the music when he's, when you're jogging in slow-mo and you Was put the Rocky? music, I saw, yeah, something like oh, Rocky. I saw, saw Brendan, I saw Brendan Dunn full Nike kitted out on the track. <laughs> I thought I thought it was the Olympic trials. I thought it was the I'm Olympic trying, trials. Man. I'm trying to get <laughs> this, those times right. Yeah, I saw. I saw. I don't know who is it. Was it Gerald? Maybe it was Gerald's uh, IG. But I saw this guy drip down, black on black Nike fit, and I just wanted to put some background music to it because it, it was like a Rocky scene. This guy. <laughs> I appreciate full, your support. In full stride. <laughs> I'm early. glad I look fast. That's that's one of my greatest struggles in running is looking fast in photos. Because I'm not a particularly fast runner. And if you ever see me, a, a photo of me running, I, I look like a Lego man. Like I'm just stuck in, you know, in one position. The hair and the mustache. You got to get more aerodynamic. That might be it. Yeah. Might be it. Did you guys shoot yesterday? I know that you had a yes. cancellation, but you guys shot yesterday. How'd it go? Shot yesterday, shooting tomorrow. We won't talk about the one tomorrow. We will talk about yesterday's Smoke Perp episode nice. out now, full-size run. Yeah, it was a good time. Smoke Perp is obviously, as you know, Joe, yep. a guy who really, really knows sneakers. Definitely. And tomorrow's a secret, huh? I don't even, I don't know if I even know. We'll write it down on a piece of paper. We'll okay, cool. Yeah, put it in the video. chat. I got to shoot tonight. Two more <sighs> left. Two more left of this season. And then... Uh, season's about to wrap up. Same yeah, for us. Season's about to wrap up. And then we see spring and summer. Hopefully, you know, the the... the we get more opportunity to make some video make some video yeah more 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 content on the way the thing is though i, I want to make sure people are appreciating this content while they have it so if you're listening yeah we would appreciate you know a comment a positive comment yes a subscription you got to subscribe a rating and things like that those things are super important to us so let's and not forget also i forgot to mention easter coming up are we dying eggs what are we this doing this weekend working? uh i don't know i used to always spend it with my family um big big easter traditions but i don't know maybe they do a up. little easter plastic easter egg hunt for you or too old for I, that i think we used to do that when i was younger <laughs> okay. but de definitely like the whole uh going to church easter basket situation um okay. joe what's your what's your uh italian it's, easter situation it's, you, you know obviously besides this year and, and last year because of the pandemic it's usually a big mm -hmm. big uh get together this year i think i'm gonna go home to long island and It'd be a small gathering. We were thinking of going out to dinner, me, my mom, and my dad, or mm -hmm. if we're going to get just food, you know, I, I, I said, listen, let's get a nice antipasto. Let's get some broccoli <laughs> robin or broccoli robin pasta and maybe some chicken franchise, but we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a pared down Easter. And Are you dying eggs? No, not dying eggs. I would love to do an Easter egg hunt, though, with, like, my niece and nephew. That's always yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah that's that, always that, fun. That shit was so much fun growing up, man. Definitely. Is I thought that was the Italian thing where you take the bread and put the egg in it. You know what I'm talking about? That's the Easter no? thing? I don't know. I didn't. I don't think I did that. Okay. Just, for the record, I don't do every single Italian <laughs> thing, okay? <laughs> like, just so you guys know, I'm very Italian, but Set the not, not every single by-the-book Italian thing. But not, uh, not a full living, breathing stereotype. Right, right. Speaking of, not, not saying that, but big Italian things that you should go watch. Our friend Premium Pete had that news bit where he's eating the pasta sauce <laughs> i felt so bad he texted it <laughs> to me and i thought it was i thought it was just a commercial and i didn't yeah. watch it right away and then it he posted really it on his instagram and i'm like 
dude, I didn't even know this. You were in it. So, yeah, shouts to Premium Pete. The- he, said, he said he uh, drives around Brooklyn with a five-gallon bucket of uh, his Premium Pete pasta sauce, and he has like a four-foot-long spoon that he's slurping it out of in the middle Incredible. of the streets. Incredible. All right, let's get to it, guys. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Our guest on today's podcast has touched multiple corners of the streetwear and footwear industry and has established herself as a young vet within the space. While attending college, she began to work at RSVP Gallery, Chicago's retail store that was co-owned by hometown legends Virgil Abloh and Don C., Taking on the role of brand representative and modeling the garments RSVP was stocking, she became a mainstay on fashion blogs and popular tumblers, real influence in a time when it's a bit hard to define. After cutting her teeth at RSVP galleries, she held titles of model, brand consultant, and handled styling for forward-thinking artists like Jaden Smith, Lil Yachty, Kendrick Lamar, and more. It was in 2017, though, when she had a game-changing collaboration with Jordan Brand. In that year, she became just the second woman ever to design an Air Jordan and the first woman to design a unisex Jordan 1. In 2018, she would follow up the success of her first drop with another Jordan collaboration, this time on a two-pack with WNBA champion Maya Moore. And in 2019, she did it again with her millennial pink Air Jordan 6. To say she's been a force in the industry in a short period of time would be an understatement. With another Jordan release coming down the pike, we're excited to have Alaylee May on the Complex Sneakers podcast. Welcome, Alaylee. Hey, what's good? How you doing? How's it going? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. You know, weather's warming up. Uh, nice. Hopefully, COVID's going down. Uh- <laughs> yes, for real. It, w- for real. It, w- it would be nice. Are, are you in LA right now? Yeah, I'm in LA. We want to talk about L.A. because I feel like so much of your sneaker story <laughs> mm-hmm. comes from your background. So so take us back to being a kid growing up in South Central and what kind of sneakers yeah. you were seeing then. 
Oh man. Well, I was one of those girls where I had a stepdad, stepbrother, step cousins. They were all boys, you mm-hmm. know. My dad, my uncle, which was his brother. So it was just definitely a lot of male energy around me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but everyone had their own swag, you know. Like it wasn't everyone kind of dressed the same. My dad was very much of like a runner's type dude, and you know, Air Maxes. Like mm-hmm. yo, used to wear the shocks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then my uncle was like, you walked into his room. So I was young. He was, you know, in high school at the time. So just imagine you walking into his room. BT is on, you know, but like the the, t- the fine tuning uh, TVs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know, yeah. um, at a time where everybody was scared of Bone Thugs Crossroads, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, Master P, Little Kim on the wall, like it was a whole vibe, you know. Um so just imagine i'm like wow like these people are so cool around me just effortless swag Mm -hmm. i mean you know talk to you like an adult you know so that was like my whole vibe and i feel like even in um you know just like elementary so i went to school in the jungles for elementary so if a lot of you don't know what the jungles are um, it's an area in South Central LA. If you've ever seen Training Day, it's mm-hmm. that neighborhood. Yeah, it's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's pretty on point. We, mm-hmm. I mean, look, we love res- representation, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that and Crenshaw District is pretty much, you know, where I grew up. And you know, everybody wore forces and Jordans. You know, of course, Jordans was the hottest thing. You mm-hmm. had to have them. You had to come to school with them. Even if you had uniform, like your shoes got to look fresh, you know. Um, and I was just like always one of those girls for me shopping. You know, it's crazy because coming to Melrose and Beverly Hills, like that was like a field trip for us. You know, mm-hmm. that was like, wow. Like, and when I came on Melrose back then, it was just like, oh, my gosh, Von Dutch, Ed Hardy. Like, mm-hmm. you had the Von Dutch. It was just tight. <laughs> like, yo, yeah. I had hell of all of that. All of that. <laughs> and, um. But then it was crazy because even now I'm like, yo, how are 16 year olds affording Mm -hmm. Supreme? Like I was just trying to get like a little $50 hat, you know? Um, But yeah, like that was a vibe. And I just feel like, you know, LA, even if you're like listening to the radio, you know, we go hard for, you know, Tupac, NWA, you know, Mm -hmm. all these things. And, um, you know, that's really just like the story. I feel like a lot of times when we look at, you know, boys in the hood, men in society, just all these references, you know, the girls have a small part in those movies. You know, it's mm-hmm. mainly about the guy. And I feel like, you know, in a lot of my collaborations, I want to show you, you know, what that looks like through the eyes of a girl, you know, um, in real life. So, mm-hmm. you know, I really just, you know, I'm not saying live and die in LA, but you know, <laughs> definitely I'm on my Tupac shit. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I heard you say that Jordan 12s and 13s were two of the models that you were into growing up. Yeah, so it's funny because my uncle was like, "Yeah, we was born." You know, it was around like nine. I was born in '92, so he this was is your like, uncle G, I, right? Yeah, he was like, "I think I bought the sevens for you," and um, you know, obviously I couldn't remember because. I don't know if y'all <laughs> yeah. remember uh, baby yeah. days, but I feel like the time where I was just like, oh my gosh, I just want to rip and run in these shoes. It was 12s and 13s. Um, and I think it's just because like this, <laughs> so random, but like the side of the 13, it, 
I had the black and red ones, and it looked like the Jurassic Park eye. And I was like, these are wow. interesting. <laughs> That's awesome. The hologram piece, yes. right? Yes, yeah. the hologram. Listen, I don't, yeah. So, you know, it's just something like as a kid that you, you know, are just tied to. And I feel like, like in my house, in the back, like, there we, we know we had a backyard, but like, of course, like in front of, uh, the car garage is like a hoop, you know, so mm. all my boy cousins and everybody were playing, you know, basketball and I would come out there. I'd be looking at their shoes like, yo, where'd you get these? Like, mm-hmm, you know, they'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, these are new Jordans. And then I look at my mom like, I want some, you know, so she'd be like, come on, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I think like that time makes me very happy because I just feel like, you know, I'm just discovering everything. Every I'm just a sponge to the environment. So I feel like before I can tell any other story, like I got to tell, you know, this one. I want to know about this loss and swap meet back then, too, because I, I'm oh, not from L.A. and I spent so little time in L.A. But I know for a lot of people growing up there, that was an important place, especially for sneakers. Like, don't you have stories of getting yeah. Cortezes there and things like that? Yo, you can get and that's the crazy part. I used to beg my mom. She'd be like, why do you want to go here? But it's funny. I used to get the, you know, at the time, Alicia Keys was hot, too. So I had, like, the braids. So, you know, you could get your hair beads. You could get, you know, all the stuff for your hair. You could get your shoes there, whether mm-hmm. it was the corduroy slippers, Cortez's, Air Forces, Jordans, real or fake. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Who's selling the sneakers, though? Is it Because, like, it, the, the swap meet is basically an indoor mall. Is that right? Yeah. So it's like an indoor mall. So, it you know, they sell jewelry. So that's the thing. You get your jewelry there. Um, you know, obviously, like, the hood jewelry, the Rolex chains, mm-hmm. and, you know, the little name plates and things like that. But there's... In the setup, there's like different jewelry spots, different shoe spots, you know. So every, it, honestly, it was a matter of who you had a relationship with in there, you know. Like some people could be like, go to LA Gold. Some people could be like, yo, go to X, Y, and Z, you know. So you could get your slouch socks from there. I went to Catholic school, so you know we were trying to swag up the uniform a little bit. Um, but uh, it was just like a one-stop shop. Yo, the Eminem race car jackets. I mean, (laughs) I begged my mom for one of those. I was like, I want a Looney Tunes one. But (laughs) so, yeah, like that was my first kind of rundown of just like what I thought fashion was, you know, and kind of like just the environment. It was just, you know, it's priceless. So, yeah. (laughs) Being a private school, you you said – there was a uniform, but could you wear whatever sneakers you wanted? Was that ever an issue? Um, you know, I was one of those more. So I went to public school for elementary and then for middle school, I went to a private Catholic school, which was like right up the street. So still in the jungles. But, you know, so it was like the hood Catholic school. My uncle actually went there. So it's kind of like this generational Catholic school that recently mm-hmm. closed. So RIP St. Bernadette. But <laughs> Um, we used to have to wear a uniform and what I would do is I would do some weird shit, but I would (laughs) print out pictures of like old school rap groups and Mm. I would like tape it onto my uniform just so like I could just be different. I think I got a photo. It's just like a little scripture on the front that says, who is Mike Jones? (laughs) Oh, classic. (laughs) classic. Of course. Classic. You know, but then I have another photo. It was like Slick Rick and all his friends or something like that. But 
Um, we had to wear like the tennis shoe Oxfords or like regular Oxfords. And then I think on Fridays you could wear like, you know, any shoe that you wanted or sometimes they'd have like free dress. Um, so at the time, of course, what was popping was like G units, you mm. know, obviously still Jordans, Forces. And it was like, I remember I had like a high top pair of Forces. It was like all white, but it had red stitching, you know, so you know, just a little fun stuff. It was yeah. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Alili, let's fast forward to Chicago. I think yeah. that you're planning to move to Chicago and you are looking on the internet and you're seeing this Tumblr, this RSVP gallery Tumblr, and that's yeah. how you kind of got introduced to it. But then your your first stop in Chicago was actually Louis Vuitton. Is that true? Yeah, so... Um I was like, yeah, mom, I'm going to Chicago for college. She's like, why? It's cold. Mind you, my mom is from Manila, so she doesn't know anything cold, you know? Okay, okay. And um, I'm like, well, I don't know. I'll let you know when it gets there. <laughs> you know, in my mind, my idea, I was like, okay, you know, New York might be too much of a big stretch for me. Let mm. me just, let me go Chicago and then New York. Mm. You know, it turns out Chicago was colder than New York. Yeah. <laughs> um, and... I literally, I would just probably say like two months before I actually moved. So mind you, transcripts are in, I'm getting ready, mm-hmm. you know, we're getting ready for this move. I come across on Tumblr, like RSVP gallery. And I was like, oh shit, this is in Chicago. So I'm going through it. I was like, wow, this is everything that I already like, you know, right. what I was already reblogging on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, cool. Like this, this is going to be tight. I'm going to go to this store. Like you can buy certain things. They had the D and Ricky, like Chanel pin mm-hmm. at the time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, of course, big Sean ambush was yes. like a whole big thing. The pow chain. And yep. I couldn't afford that. Even when I was working there, I was like, not today, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, that was super cool. So Started going to uh, school, started meeting people. Mind you, I didn't know anybody. I was just like, whatever, people in the dorms. Cool. Yeah, let's go. Like, mm-hmm. linked up with some people like-minded. Oh, you listen to Lupe and Kanye? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. type yeah. shit. Yeah. And um, we were like, yo, we're out. Let's go to Leaders at the time. Let's Classic. go to, uh, you know, RSVP Gallery. And RSVP at the time used to host, like, a lot of in-stores. So... We went to the one where NERD was there, um, wow. and then we went to the one where Kid Cudi and Chip the Ripper was there. I remember and that. I, Cudi had the super gold, yo, the black and gold was, sunglasses. That, it was so that, tight. Yeah, RSVP had those signs. Anytime someone in our world like <laughs> dropped an album, they were going to RSVP gallery. Yeah. Yo, literally, and like the neon signs. I mean, yeah. it was just a place where like, wow, I never knew that high fashion and streetwear could exist and if i did i saw it on tumblr but never in person so like seeing it in person was just like nah this is literally how i want my life to be i don't even know what that means you know mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. time because streetwear wasn't at where it was and you know i was like damn um it was the night of watch the throne chicago and mm-hmm. i been was having he like came out with some bracelets and so mm-hmm. he was having an in-store there so me and my friends were like, yo, we gonna pull up, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, is it gonna be a line? We don't know. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, well, we're down to stand in line. That's fine, you know? So we went, you know, we walked right in and it was like, oh shit. Like, there goes, Ver- I, 
you know what? The first time I went to Chicago, uh, RSVP, Virgil was actually inside the store. And at the time on Tumblr, this man never showed his face. You know, mm -hmm. it was always some like Blackberry image that he posted and it was all blurry and, yep. you know, all like, so they were like, yo, yo, that's Virgil. And I turned around, he was looking at me like, you know, like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my God. Um, yeah. So, you know, that like mystique, it was just fire. But yeah, so fast forward, night of Watch the Throne, um, you know, everyone's there, Don's there, you know, they're all laughing and stuff like that. We're looking around and then uh, Don was like, y'all, I be seeing you on the internet, like you fresh, you know? And I was like, mm -hmm. ah, you know, didn't show that on my face. We get right. to, you know, cool comic collected. But <laughs> um, I was like, yo, thank you so much. Like, I love your store, you know, even exchange. And um, then like later that night, cause we were just chilling there. Um, I think, you know, just having talks with other people that was coming in, I think I knew a couple people and um, he was like, you know, I'm, you know, building this team and I want us to be like the Power Rangers and, you know, like, would you be down to work here? And I was like, well, I work at Louis Vuitton full time. I go to school full time. I was like, honestly, only got like one to two days off a week. He was like, that's cool. And I was like, what kind of job is that? You know, yeah, yeah. like, could you, yeah. never could you put in a resume, like, I'm only trying to work one to two jobs. They're like, boy, bye, you know? Um, I'll give you eight hours so, in a week. <laughs> you know, and I was like, okay, cool. Like, I mean, I would love to be here all my days off, you know? And it naturally, started working like that i was working there at the time with i don't know if you know easy from infinite of archives yep. of course yeah um but he was actually the store manager so you know that's like my brother i mean that man didn't see me go through it all you mm -hmm. know but i think the great part about it was like you know i was like yo i want to be a model they was like all right well we got Givenchy coming in mm -hmm. you can shoot that you know mm -hmm. or Wow. They were like, you know, work on the Instagram, work on the Twitter. So it was really just preparing me for everything that I do now. And like, it was natural, you know, we didn't, we didn't know what this was going to be years later. Um, and I think that's the amazing part about it is just that flow of energy and it just kept going. And then after three years, I was like, it's too cold. I think I'm <laughs> over Chicago. I mean, I wasn't over it. The food, the people, the vibe, the soul of Chicago, amazing. You cannot find that anywhere else. But I felt like if I wanted to keep going, I needed to like go somewhere else. And I feel like everything in my body was telling me, yo, you got to go home to LA. And I was like, you know, I've never lived in LA as an adult. And that's right. a way different vibe. And I feel like in order to like really play in my city like I gotta give it time you know um so moved back to LA in 2013. In a, a moment that you said that influenced you in Chicago though is you mentioned that you walked into leaders in 2010 and you see the Vashti Air Jordan 2s yeah on the shelf. Yeah. That and it was crazy I was wearing the, I remember that day too because my homies were like yo we're gonna go to the shop it's called leaders it was downtown Chicago by that huge McDonald's um, and at the time. And I walked in and it was funny because I was actually trying to get a job at Leaders first. And they were like, 
you a cool girl. Do you know how to work? And I was like, well, come on. Come on. I could do two days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can do two days a week, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so I was wearing, I had a herringbone on. I put on my bait tee, you know, and then I was, like, wearing the sixes. I thought I was doing something. I mean, you know. Um, and, yeah, we walked in. I'm, like, looking around. And it was crazy because if you walk in to the left was a shoe wall and I just remember seeing like a purple too. And I was like, damn, this is fresh. I knew who Vashti was obviously, you know, Pharrell and even like cement threes at the time were going crazy. Cause you saw that photo of Amber and Kanye, you know? So it was mm -hmm. just like, yeah. again, all these references and you're just like, damn, that's that girl, you know? Yeah. So it, it just, it just never, connected until later where i'm like wow that's actually pretty crazy <laughs> when you saw that sneaker on the shelf did you have any idea in your head at the time or or any thought that you could one day do the same thing that you could be a, a woman getting your own jordan or was that too big a thing to even imagine as a possibility oh yeah way too big way too big i think it was just super cool and i think for me i was just like i'm one of those girls you know like i don't know about the rest but this is me right here um and that you know it was like a quick thought like damn these are fresh like you know and again i'm like this is like that same type of girl that like i want to be and again, I don't know how that looks, but I mean, I feel like I'm, I already do that and I'm already naturally, you know, attracted to this type of style and things like that. And did not, I had no idea. <laughs> One thing that's interesting, we talked about the Slauson swap meets and that's like an era of Cali. But then you going to Chicago during Watch the Throne era is another era like did it it just ceremoniously matched up like i remember the you said you went the first night was ivan releasing the bracelets they were leather with like gold on them right like, yes they you, were they yeah were. like that era of chicago like was such even for product like the Givenchy mm -hmm. and everything did you mm -hmm. ever think to yourself like wow i moved here during this like product boom and these chicago kids yeah, I mean, now I think about that. When I was back then, mm -hmm. it was just me and Easy packing those Pyrex orders, and I was like, I gotta get out of here, man. Yeah, like, yeah. It was like, <laughs> wow. yo, our website would crash. We had, like, literally, we'd be working. The whole store is just filled with boxes of Pyrex with different sizes white, blue, red, yellow, you know, and we'd be trying to put in those orders because. You know, no one else was, you know, uh, had those basketball shorts with the Pyrex yes. on it. I think later on, maybe like V-Files or something had it. But mm -hmm. like that first time, yeah, I was packing your orders, okay? We did <laughs> easy. And um, even um, the Just Don hats, like that night where Jay-Z wore the Brooklyn one, Everyone was calling the store the next day, like, yo, where's that hat? Da, 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 we need that. I'm like, uh, easy, they're looking for a, a just God's <laughs> hat. I don't know, like, you know. Um, yeah, that was honestly, no pun intended, prime time. Okay? Such a, Maybe such pun a intended, actually, but. <laughs> such a great, such a great era. If like, imagine like a capsule came out of that year or those specific months, like, 
it would still go crazy, honestly. I mean, like Ricardo Tishi, everybody was yes. just booming, you yes. know, everyone. And honestly, it was just like a refreshing moment. It was, I guess, a cultural reset for many would call, you know, mm-hmm. but it was definitely a time where I'm like, wow, like looking at where we are today mm-hmm. to let's say eight years ago, maybe a lot has changed and a lot has happened, you know? Um, yeah, it's a crazy era. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and then your first foray kind of into the sneaker world, I know everyone knows you for your Jordans, but you were an Adidas influencer. Yeah. Before that, Listen. I think I, re- I think I remember it was like we were all going to the to the Kanye uh, Yeezy Fashion Week show, and Emily Oberg was our coworker, and she's like, "I'm gonna go sit with the lady up in the booth because she was uh, an Adidas like influencer at the time yep. at well." And that was like, I think that was one of the first times I heard your name that like you were someone that was like doing something in the space. How was it working with Adidas though at that time? Yeah, Adidas was super cool. We worked like a little bit before that. They it's funny they had flew us out to budapest to shoot like this adidas commercial and mind you i'm like i ain't never been this far in the earth yeah. okay let's go get the like, passport ready you know, get our <laughs> ticket we out um <laughs> but uh yeah it was it was crazy because it was um a, a, along like the other people that were there it was luca and it was mm. reese cooper which is now a designer as well um and me so you know we were just all like kids having fun we were like yo we in budapest let's run up the room service you know <laughs> <laughs> anytime you get a chance to run up the room service on a brand dime you got to go for it and that you know <laughs> that was great you you looked up to anthony bourdain right the travel so yo, listen i love and that's crazy you know that but i love anthony bourdain because me and my dad would literally sit there and just watch anthony bourdain or mtv jams like all day we knew what jam of the week was like we was <laughs> we, you know we were fans but yeah so we did that and it was for adidas had just released some like new shoes i'm looking at the silhouette in my head but i forgot but um basically that came out super dope i mean i never seen like a type of production like that before but it was really dope um and you know i think my whole history with adidas was like you know run dmc i was like again i'm over here wearing slick rick photos on my Catholic school uniform. So of course I'm like, okay, you know like let's go. Like yeah. shell toes for me all day. And you know, they were collaborating with a lot of dope people. Um, so, you know, it's only natural, obviously in the space of, you know, Kanye and, you know, us kind of trickling down from that again, like these are our influences. So we're like, okay, if it's popping, let me see what's going on over there. You know? Um, but yeah, that was that was really fun. And then Easy actually introduced me to Frank Cook at Jordan Brands. So mm-hmm. that's naturally how that came about. So um that was also very natural. He's like, Yo, I wanna introduce you to Frank. Frank's like, Yo, what's up? Like, you know, you're a dope girl. I love that you love sneakers, you know, we wanna send you like our newest bread ones that are coming out and i was like <laughs> you know <laughs> moment, <laughs> like, right? oh man definitely um i'm like i'm getting my first pair of jordans you know and i ain't gotta buy them <laughs> <Amazing. laughs> 
Do you remember yeah. when you went out to the Nike headquarters for the first time? Because your Jordan oh, One yeah. project, the first one came in October 2017. How early did they bring you out to start working on that? Yeah, so 2017, I would say it was probably either like late 2015, early 2016. Mm-hmm. And that meeting was actually my first time going to Portland um, for design. Now, I had went to Portland before for like a whole innovator summit, probably around like 2013, 14. And Mm -hmm. they had, and that's crazy because everybody I met there I actually work with or they're the homies today. But at the time here in Preston was working for Nike and basically you know, he's like, yo, lately I want to get you out to Portland for this summit. There I met literally everybody in this space, like Pogi, you know, he's from Japan. Mm, of course. You know, just that whole swag, everybody that I know today. Um, Guillermo from 424, which is also weird, mm. like, yo, are you going? I'm going too. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, so second time I came out there was literally like that design meeting. I got there, I'm literally looking out on the plane. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I don't know what I'm getting into, you know? Um, and that day I met Gmo and Frank Cook in person, you know? And I'm like, hey, y'all, you know? <laughs> and they're, they're taking me around the uh, the Jordan building. And I think just seeing it, I was just so, you know, inspired and I was pretty quiet because just trying to soak it all in. and. You know when you're like experiencing something, but you don't have a friend there that you can look at and be like, "Yeah, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so mind you, inside yeah. you're looking at yourself like, <laughs> am I really here? Is this really happening? Yeah. yeah, like, oh my, you know, you see all these pictures and it's just like, wow, Black history, look at this. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had that day. We had like eight meetings in a day. And it was like just back to back, you know, just meeting with like the design teams and things like that. And, you know, Gmo and Frank were like sitting at this really long desk. <laughs> and they're like, so if you want to do, you know, a Jordan, what would you do? And I'm like, I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> like too, too nervous to even put it out there. Yeah. You know, because it's like, you know, that's the Holy Grail. And I think at the time, you know, once weren't coming out like, that especially like with collaborators Mm -hmm. so you're just like um yeah i kind of want to one you know (laughs) you know um and they were like "Hmm, okay well well, what would you do and i was like corduroy and they're like corduroy what what do you want to do with that and i'm like yeah you know the house slippers from the sauce swap me you know what i mean i got it yeah i was like you know if this is going to be my one and done. How am I going to go out? You know, I got to go out like the hardest. And for me, I'm like, I never seen, you know, Jordan have its own like LA hood, LA version, you know, maybe it's Dodgers somewhere, you know, Lakers, but like what represents like the fashion side of like where I'm from. And I was like, yeah. So me and Frank started going at it. And then I was like, yo, you know, what would be fire. Like not even, this is not even for, like for me to do, but I was like, yo, if you put like a rusty pink on a six, cause that infrared will just like hit hard. You know, I yes. think the colors will like mesh really well. And they were like, yeah, like they're like, I mean, we could like draw up a cat and like see what it looked like, you know? And 
again, we had no kind of nothing for those, but when we got a sample back, we was like, yo, could we post these? And then <laughs> of course the internet craze was like, yo, a pink six, like, yeah. what? you know? Yeah. And I intentionally, I was like, this is like for men, you know, cause I'm seeing a lot of pink in men's clothing now. Like, you know, everybody getting bold, you know, Kanye, soldier boy shit, you know, mm -hmm. everybody mm -hmm. was like, you know, and um, yeah, that naturally came. They was like, you know what? We want to run this. We want to do friends and family. And then I think after that, they were like, nah, let's go for the release. So that came out three years after me just coming the Jordan up with 6. the concept. Yeah. With the, yeah. with the one, I think one of the, the cooler aspects of the shoe was the actual release you did for yes. your original Jordan <laughs> 1, where you got to recreate the Slauson yeah. swap meet vibe. I believe it was that undefeated where you kind of like yeah. just put like the old school like sports store like wall together the, the with, the Air, board, right? with the Air Jordan yeah. logo behind it. Like how did that come about and what was that like to finally see that space together? For your yeah, um, that was super cool because um, my mom always laughs at me because I remember when I was like, yeah, mom, we're going to do the sauce and swap me as a pop-up. She said, and you came up with this idea, huh? And I'm like, yeah, like, why are you playing me? <laughs> but, um, yeah, they were like, what do you, what, how would you like the pop-up? And I was like, I want it to look like where I used to go and buy my Jordans, like with my Uncle G, that would be at, you know, Slauson, if not Baldwin Hills Crenshaw Plaza, which was the mall kind of down the way, but you know, Slauson, I think Swap Me is just a representation of just like any kid going in there, you know, just copying, again, latest fashions, I guess hood fashions, you know, and um, to see it all kind of play out because uh, Humera, she's actually, uh, she works uh, with Jordan and she was the one who, you know, her and her team I kind of gave them the idea, like, yo, I want it wrapped in saran wrap, like literally how you see it at Slauson. And then they were like, yeah, we can put up, you know, like the letters on the outside where it looks like airbrushed, you know, we can get photos, you know, in there you'll see the jewelry. So inside we had the jewelry case with like, remember the, uh, the big stud earrings that was like rhinestones, but it was like Jordan, yeah. the Jumpman mm -hmm. symbol. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, they got like all those little trinkets, uh, of course, like records, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, you know, the whole shebang and like vintage t-shirts. I mean, it was so dope seeing it come to life. And honestly, like I couldn't have asked for anything better, you know? Um, and I honestly, I didn't know like what it was going to be at the time. I didn't know when I was creating it, that I was going to be the first woman to put out a unisex sneaker because even when we were in Portland at that meeting, Gmo was like, so would you want it for women or, you know, for men? And I was like, I mean, naturally I wear men's and women's clothes. So I mm -hmm. just want it to be for both, you know? And I feel like if it's for LA, like that doesn't have a gender on it. I want anybody to buy it. Um, and that was just my whole process on that. So even when everything started coming out, like, oh, she's the first, she's the second woman. Like, I wasn't thinking about none of that, but putting the set on when I was in Portland. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was a great turnout. Honestly, I was, like, nervous as hell. But, I mean, everybody pulled up. Snoop Dogg's dad pulled up. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, he brought his cousins. I mean, 
for the photos that we took um, with my uncle in the Jordans, uh, of course, I wanted like the proper LA, you know, shit. So we had Estevan Oriole shoot mm, it. And legend. that was great because that was just crazy. You know, these are all the LA photos I'm looking at as a kid. And then, you know, here he comes. He pulling up to my granny's house. And it was just like all vibes. And he even pulled up to the pop up. He brought his daughter, he, his whole fam. So we had Roscoe's there. We, you know, gave out Randy's donuts. Um, Extremely in LA the morning affair. time. Yeah. You know, look, everybody's standing in line. Look, just know we think about you. Here goes a Randy's donut, and then we had taco uh, truck pull up. Obviously, if you're from LA, you know that it's gonna be tacos and soul food. <laughs> but yeah. I think that was such an interesting time for the Jordan one too, because like you said, the Jordan, the Jordan one is obviously huge right now, but at that moment it, it, it wasn't at the place it was at now. And a few months, yeah. I think before your shoe came out was, was Virgil's off white Jordan one. Do you remember talking to him before that shoe came out? Like, yo, we both have something coming up. We're both about to do this because those coming out so close to each other was huge. Honestly, I, we didn't even speak like, cause I was here and he was ripping and running, you know, again, he's getting prepared for, okay, Off-White has kind of just really just taken off, yeah. you know, at this mm -hmm. point. So Pyrex moved into Off-White for a lot of people who don't know, and then boom. Um, so he's, I felt like Virgil was just like in Europe pretty much, you know, just trying to get his shit. And then me in LA trying to get my shit together. Um, and just kind of the way that that all played out too, Virgil, Don, uh, myself, I mean, even Jerry getting, you know, and I like everything was just like, wow, this was really like this just hub of people that like, you know, been and for them, like, I look up to them. So for me to kind of be in that same space was just amazing, you know, and it really is and it's still inspiration for me you know to this day where i'm like okay you know i got some great kind of mentors you know before me so i gotta hold it down for the crew you know and for the girls and for you know everybody so um and you know they have that whole chicago vibe and for me to be from la i was like okay again like what does this look like for me here in la and you know, naturally, what is that transition? So, um, yeah, just, I mean, just taking the good words and like running with it and, you know, trying new things. I feel like, especially with fashion, there's just so many trends and, you know, fads and, but then there's always the classics. And so I kind of always try to do both, you know, where you have the classic appeal, but you're still very fashion forward. Or, you know, if the person isn't into fashion, they can put on their shoe and they can feel like, damn, I got a fit on today. I'm wearing all black, but I'm wearing these fire ass shoes. Like, you know, it's good. So, yeah. The Jordan one, the, the LA one, the first one, like when did you realize this is really a big thing? You know, even years later when I'm shooting sneaker shopping and people are bringing it up, you talked about Alicia Keys, who you looked up to and she brought it up. And was there one t moment that you were like, wow, this is like a really, I know that I had something here, but this is amazing. Whether it was someone wearing it or feedback you got or, or what? 
Yeah, well, first I saw that resale price and I was like, we're worthy of a resale price, y'all. <laughs> Still going up, yeah. <laughs> nah, but that was, honestly, that was pretty crazy because I didn't even, I, you know, I didn't even like have sneakers up or just mm -hmm. none of that. I was, again, I'm like way into like the fashion world. So I'm like, okay, like, you know, I love me some sneakers, but I don't know how this shit really go down. You know, mm -hmm. I just mm -hmm. know that, you know, it's a, it's a whole thing. And, um, I think I saw Kawhi mm -hmm. wear them mm -hmm. and Russell Westbrook. And I was like, Oh nah, we, we didn't really like, we yeah. didn't hit some people. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think, you know, Kawhi, obviously he's from LA. I think, you know, I even saw, you know, Biggs, of course, Big, uh, Kareem, mm -hmm. um, Rockefeller, you know, mm -hmm. so I saw him wear them and I was just like, wow, this is really, you know, it transcends beyond, you know, who made it. And that was pretty much like my whole thing, you know, is just for even if you didn't know the backstory or like who I was, like, I just wanted you to look at this shoe and be like, damn, these are fresh, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. um, so I, you know, I thought those people were like, oh, okay, like we doing a good job, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Alayla, you talked about all those men wearing the shoe, but your second Air Jordan one, which was ended up being inspired by the Viotech dunk. I've never seen like women go so crazy online when that shoe came out. I just saw it all over Instagram. Like the love for that sneaker was insane. But can yeah. you talk about that one and how like the dunk inspired that yeah i mean again like okay so let's think la days you know you go into the function like you know all the girls are in their american apparel and their von dutch and things <laughs> like that you know listen that was the time um and then all the guys was in their jerking stage so mm. you know you, <laughs> yeah like on their on know, the toes had, right yeah. <laughs> yeah you had the yep. you had the bands with the snapbacks you know tisa taz arnold was mm. crazy at that time you know again dudes were still rocking starter jackets you know but it was like the los angeles rims and you know um skinny jeans uh stussy i mean this was like the helm of like LA fashion, you know, and I like big karma yeah, loop style. Car yo, karma loop, okay. Actually, mm -hmm. famous stars and straps, okay. Yeah, yes, um, yeah. yes. <laughs> maybe some huff weed socks. Are we you are know, we going like, there yep, yep. Okay, dime piece. Yes. Um, shout out yes. Hell's Bell. Crimson Castles. Let's go. Let's okay, go. Yeah. Crimson yep. Castles. Um and. Yep. Again, just imagine like that's the space and like everybody is like, yo, I'm on my skateboard. Okay, at the time, again, Lupe, uh, Pharrell, um, you know, mm -hmm. it, uh, the skate team Pharrell had, like, it was just such a mm -hmm. thing, you know, like I never saw on a platform like black skate kids like that, you know, and I feel like that Viotech, of course, it was like a Tokyo release, but it would it kind of summed up that era for me in like a shoe and it was funny because i it was a shoe that i actually never got until later but again mm. it still had that nostalgia and i felt like if i looked at that i thought in my mind again pun intended but like i was like that's pharrell's life you know <laughs> like that's you know that's that's the whole shit right there um and yeah, I kind of wanted to like bring that out. So I'm over here talking to Frank and I'm just like, yo, 
you know, both of us are like, this would be dope, you know? And if we can just add some kind of fashion, you know, appeal to it and kind of, you know, swag it up. Um, and to my liking, I was like, yo, we got to put like, you know, some fur. So, you know, we kind of, you know, some samples came you back. Put like the ch- you put like the chinchilla Listen, on it. Listen, everyone yeah. was like the Chewbacca <laughs> ones. I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, but y'all mad. Y'all mad. Y'all actually <laughs> like Chewbacca, so. <laughs> <laughs> the other part of that pack was with Maya Moore, yes. the WNBA champion. And what was it like to design kind of like an encore one as well for that for that tent yeah. and work with, with a, a WMEA champion like her? I mean, honestly, it was crazy because Frank was like, look, you got the swag, she got the game, like it's literally, and it mm. was just like a great marriage between fashion and basketball. And I feel like if anything, that is what the Jordan brand is, you know, aside from mm-hmm. uh, culture again that is what makes it up the fashion aspect of it the the actual game you know the fashion that's inspired by the game you know um so Mm -hmm. that was actually really cool because they were like yo she's actually signed a jordan brand like you know we're thinking of kind of pairing you guys and she loves the 10 and i was like wow remember jordan jordan packs you know so we were like yes let's bring it back you know like the first women's pack to come out and you know we took some of her favorite colors as well as like some of her jersey colors and it actually looked very good next to each other um we kind of had the court lux one kind of already finished and then bringing hers in we it was like i never really seen a 10 like that and honestly tins are very comfortable and i feel like I was like, yo, I think a lot of people might wear this tin, you know, like it's it's really good and it's super vibrant. And I think that's kind of what I wanted to, you know, kind of tie in. Like we just wanted to like really let the shoe like just live and kind of show colors and just, you know, just this like specific time. And then Maya just being literally like Michael Jordan for women is just like crazy, you know, and honestly, it is a good time for us to kind of come together because people will start learning, you know, who Maya is through me if they don't know. And then people will know about me through Maya, you know, so it, it was perfect. The thing I love about all this, too, you know, that pair, the Viotech style Jordan 1 released in December 2018 and then the Jordan 6, the pink pair that you mentioned that comes out in December 2019. And it's so important to the sizing aspect that you mentioned and how these are available to women in smaller sizes. I saw an old tweet of yours where you were you were like mentioning just Don 2s, Fragment 1s, Yeezys, and you said, and everything else that doesn't come in small <laughs> sizes. But you kind of years later, you're actually making the solution to that problem because you're the person at Jordan Brand who's making all these dope projects that really connect with people in unisex sizing, in women's sizing, in small sizes, all the way up to the big sizes. Yeah, I mean, that that's really like, you know, the representation part is, you know, the biggest mm-hmm. thing for me. Like, I feel like growing up, you know, I had, again, people like, Alicia Keys, Aaliyah, my whole room was Aaliyah, you know, just all these girls that were super dope. And I was like, wow, like, I want to be like them, you know? And then later on, you know, Vashti pops up. I'm like, okay, adding her to my list too. You know, it's just, again, this idea of like representation and like, you know, I might not see me looking like X, Y, and Z, you know, but like this girl over here, I feel like I can relate to, but then how can I, 
be like her? Is there something that she has at the time um, that she had violet, you know? And I'm like, ooh, let me get mm -hmm. a lighter, you know? And I just feel like I'm a part of something or, you know, and that's pretty much like how I try to do, you know, all my collaborations is just, you know, making sure that like, you know, you're there to help support the girl and what she wants to do next, you know, or trying to show her that like, you know, she does have a space in this space and she can create whatever she wants. You know, she doesn't have to go for, you know, I guess what people would naturally think, you know, Jordans will look like for women, of course, pink it and shrink it. But, you know, we, we tried to crush that real quick. <laughs> but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, or the purples or, you know, again, we're putting new meaning to these same things that maybe once kind of like hindered the growth for women. But okay, if we are going to use this color, how are we going to use it in a dope way that's going to like really reach, you know? Um, so, you know, that's all I'm about, you know, representation and, you know, hoping the next girl, she can go hard, you know, and she can go harder yeah. than we did. And now she sees what kind of materials she can use. She sees, you know, how far it can go. Um, so, you know, that's the message. <laughs> and then going forward, we saw one leak. We saw another one leak kind of top of the year, I think. And there's n some details around it. Not much. Is there anything you could give us? It's it's the um, the, the blue and green pair. Yes. Jordan 1. Yes. Can you yes. Yeah, so let's see. Get the, oh, all right, get the, oh, get the screenshot. The nice. <laughs> anything you could tell us about that? People are waiting on it. Yeah, you know, so, you know, I give you a little, <laughs> a little, a little something, okay. something, you know, hold you okay. over until we start talking about it. But yeah, so this is supposed to come out, um, you know, 2021. And mm -hmm. uh, one of my inspirations, because, you know, it's, once you see it come out, you're gonna see it all kind of come together. But one of the inspirations and like the note that I kind of gave already, uh, Califia. So, um, you know, legend has it that Califia was a black queen and uh, the Spanish named the island of California off of her. So she had an army of women with her and she basically was like, yo, come on, we about to box it out. We about to fight, we go win, you know? So it's kind of, again, kind of tying in those California roots and, you know, those queens and, you know, the girls that are going super hard, you know? And um, it, it, it's just really a great time, I feel like, to just heighten those voices and, again give way to like this next era in sneakers that you know you can see it's like a renaissance for women right now in the sneaker space you know and mm -hmm. i'm not the only girl with the only stories there's so many women mm -hmm. that have different stories on how they came up on their first favorite pair of shoes you know um and right now we have a lot of dope girls but um you know of course again moving into the future like i'm sure they are gonna like you know kick some butt so <laughs> we have this blue and green and um it has the chenille so of course kind of you know tying in that first one the satin you know check and it actually it we put it on a high so this is on a zoom comfort so this is actually the first mm -hmm. time i'm ever working with a zoom comfort and 
I will say they are very comfortable, not gonna lie. Because that's <laughs> the probable ones. You're like, yo, these are great. Yeah. But like after like an eight hour day, you're like, yo, I got bunions, <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, um, these are really great. Um, I'm excited to tell this story because again, it's tying in those California roots, but also tying in, you know, that whole queen aspect. I like how we did, you know, more sell here and, you know, sell on the bottom. I do love like that old school appeal, but, you know, still keeping it very fresh um, and switching it from the white. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited Looks to awesome. Tell story. Congrats. <laughs> another, another one. Congrats. Alele, talk about the person behind the shoes. I know you got to meet Michael Jordan at (laughs) Paris Fashion Week. How was that? Yeah, that was, y'all scared. I was scared. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, no, pull up to the, you know, we're doing this Jordan shoot, blah, blah, blah. You know, MJ's going to be here. And I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, you know, it's me, y'all. You know, I know we did a couple shoes already together, but, you know, my name's Laylee. But that was, like, super cool. You know why? Because when I came in there, you know, we were all already, everybody was around, you know, Maya was there, um, you know, pretty much the whole Jordan squad. It was like Kimball Walker, Blake Griffin, you know, my job over here, like, <laughs> you know, like, hang on. <laughs> um, and everyone is just monsters, okay? I'm like, yo, like, this whole room is too tall for me. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, like, met him, and... He was just like super cool about it. Like he was like, yo, like, thank you for everything that you've been doing for the brand. And, you know, like, I'm excited to see like what you guys are going to come up with next. And I was just like, yo, this is crazy. Um, You know, he also gives me like, yo, dad vibes for sure. Like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, he was not wearing baggy jeans, uh, you know, something okay. I think Are we you all... just saying that? I feel like Jordan Brand is paying you to say Listen, that. <laughs> like, you're out here to, to, like, to squash that man. Listen, that was an era, okay? <laughs> People still love that. <laughs> but you came to Paris with the fitted ones, right? A little tailored, <laughs> a little tailored cut. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was really dope. And then from there, we took, like, a Jordan family uh, vacation after Paris. So we went to uh, Monte Carlo. And, um, you know, my best friend was able to come. So me and her were like, yay, you know. Um, mm. But that was really dope because I feel like it was just a time where we kind of all got to know each other and, you know, smoke a cigar like Michael Jordan would. No, <laughs> enjoy the water. But, no, it was just a great time um, for just us to get to know each other. And I felt like, wow, like I really am a part of this brand. Like it's crazy mm-hmm. to think. And, um I think it's just all in the stars. I mean, most recently they had like this thing on uh, Twitter and they were like, post the Jet Mag, the cover of the Jet Magazine from like the week that you were born. And mine was like Michael Jordan. And I'm like, yo, I'm like, no. Full circle. (laughs) I was like, but then again, you know, that does bring me back to the Chicago days. Like, you know, I was supposed to come here in order to you know, help with something that I was going to do later, you know, whether it was seeing mm-hmm. Vashti's Jordan, whether it was, you know, being at RSVP, you know, being at Louis Vuitton. Um, I just feel like now looking back, 
you know, all those things really aligned. And, you know, even when I'm designing Jordans, you know, I have Chicago in mind as well as LA, mm -hmm. you know, um, because that is like a major part of, you know, my success was my, my time there. And, um, you know, just the space that was available um, in those experiences. But yeah, it was, it was, it's been a super dope run. And again, like, I'm I'm just excited to be here, you know what I mean? Look, we chilling, yeah. you know, having a good yeah. time, making sure these women get, you know, repped the right way and you know, just yes. making room for like more women. So <laughs> Well, Alaylee, well, we can't thank you enough. It's been such an incredible journey for you. Thanks so much for taking the time. We can't wait to see what's next. We can't wait for this this new release that's coming up and Definitely. again. Thank you so much for giving us your time. Yeah. Uh, really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Talk soon. It, See you soon. Peace. Our producer is Dave Matthews. Our associate producer is Jasmine Plata. Sound engineering done by Kyle Garvey. Special thanks to Jennifer Stewart and Shiva Bayet. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.